Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Gam. Today, we're talking about how to help our teens take more accountability. If you're frustrated that your teen isn't motivated to do their schoolwork, take on household responsibilities, or even get out the door on time, this episode is for you. My expert guest today is Jeff Otis, the founder of the personal leadership platform, Project OTY. Jeff is a TEDx speaker, ex-athlete, author, and a dad to three daughters. Before founding Project OTY, Jeff led two successful companies overseeing over 20,000 employees. From this experience, Jeff discovered the cornerstone philosophy behind young adults who thrive rather than survive in today's fast-paced and digitally connected world. Welcome, Jeff. I'm so happy you could join us today. Dr. Cam, thank you for having me. That was quite an intro. I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. So can you just start by giving us a quick backstory? What inspired you to establish Project OTY? And what does OTY even stand for? Well, let's start with what it stands for. OTY stands for Outstanding Talented You. And how this came about was really about 20 years ago. Honestly, we I spent, at that time, I had just spent 15 years in the employment staffing industry, building sales and service recruiting teams around the country, thousands of employees. Um, what I noticed out of all these interviews and one-on-one -on -one type conversations were people kind of going through life, they'd hit a challenging moment or a transformative type event. And at that moment, they'd either go down a path one, kind of be a victim of the moment, let the moment kind of own them, or they'd go down path two and kind of quickly reinvent themselves and continue to move forward with confidence. And for 20 years, I've been saying, how do we get everybody to go down path two? And that's what led us to building out uh, Project OTY and um, our flagship program, the Build Your Roadmap program. That's amazing. And I think, you know, as you're talking, I'm, list I'm hearing a lot of parents and teens that I talk to where they are stuck in this path one, particularly a lot of the teenagers when it comes to school. And they fell, feel overwhelmed by it. Um, the pandemic didn't help, they kind of stepped away. And now we were hoping going back into the classroom, it would help everything and rejuvenate. And more and more kids are actually struggling and avoiding school. How do we help them motivate them and hold them, kind of teach them how to be accountable for their own education? Well, that's, um, you know, when the pandemic hit, even with our own daughters, you know, we said there's three O's, own your time, own your education and own your organization, mm -hmm. right? And we just kind of kept it simple, knowing that they were going to have to take on a lot of the responsibility for just showing up to Zoom classes and so forth on time. But I think the thing we need to remember is even though we've had a pandemic, even though we're now back in schools, things haven't changed. Uh, and what I mean by that is we need to acknowledge that we've got a generation of young adults growing up in a world that none of us have experienced, you know, meaning the first iPhone was just sold in 2007. It's really not that long ago. 
you know, this, the, their visibility to what's going on around the world, you know, it's never been more transparent. Um, the speed at which information is coming at them is off the charts. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, feelings, thoughts, and emotions, they've never been more tested, right? So um, it's becoming more and more difficult to sort of want to take that ownership and make those choices and decisions um, when it feels like the future is so fuzzy and, and yeah. unsure. Yeah. So how do we help them kind of gain this sense of purpose or this what they need to take on that accountability. I think a lot of parents are so frustrated because we say we wanna give them ownership, but when we do, they do nothing. So what do we do? Yeah, I think the, um, yeah, I think the, the first challenge is acknowledge, acknowledge the challenges, right? Like make it transparent, make it part of the daily conversation, you know, kind of talk about the things that are just different. I think the second is focus in on what we would say is build their, help them build their roadmap. Um, you know, our philosophy is less about finding your purpose and it's more about creating your purpose. Okay. And by that, what we mean is, you know, when you're working with a young adult or a, a teen is shift the focus to beyond today to what do you want your world to look like five years from today? You know, start building a definition of success you know, even if it's just five years out and, you know, in doing so, you start to create purpose. You start to create um, sort of a visual representation of what success looks like. And the more you keep the conversation focused on that, you know, the more excited those young adults start to get feel to get out of bed and go and turn that into a reality. Um, you know, it's kind of that whole, if you can see it, you start to believe it. And then you start taking those steps to achieve it. But you've got to start with developing that North Star. Right. And I, I like where you said this isn't about what they want to be when they grow up. It's more about what type of life do you want to have? Because I think a lot of times kids feel very pressured going, oh, my gosh, I have to decide right now what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And that becomes overwhelming. But saying what type of lifestyle do you want to have, that changes it, kind of broadens it a little bit, but helps them guide to that direction. Well, I, I couldn't agree more. I think one of the challenges we see in education and, and obviously education is trying to reinvent itself and figure out new paths, but you know, it's, and rightfully so in some respects, it's very career focused. So there's a lot about, a lot of discussion about what do you want to do for a job? What do you want the rest of your life to look like? And I think we're doing a disservice to young adults and teens by talking about, you know, picturing the rest of your life. That's a, that's obviously can be a very long time and, yeah. and feel overwhelming. Um, you know, when we sit back and really look at things, you know, nowhere in school are we consistently teaching young adults, A, how to be the leader in their life and nowhere in business do we teach young adults how to design the type of life that they want to live. And so I think the earlier we can start that focus on what does, what do you just want your life to look like in five years? You know, maybe a job, maybe, you know, think about relationships, think about hobbies, think about travels, all those, you know, if you look at it a little bit more holistically and say, what do I want that to look like? Sort of isolate each of those bullet points, so to speak, and then start developing a plan for each one of them. You know, when life throws a curveball, you don't need to reinvent everything. You only need to reinvent a slice of that pie. 
Right. So let's take this and, and, and put it practically to practical use. So you've got the kid who this is pretty much everyone listening, by the way. So people listening, you're not alone, who you're struggling to get them out of bed on time to work on or even prioritize or care about their homework, to even get them out the door. They're just not motivated to do these things that you're thinking in panic going, you have to do this in order to have the life and have options in life. How do we take this sense of purpose and helping them take ownership? How do we use that practically when they're not even getting out of bed? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's, it's not a shift that happens overnight, right? So first of all, I would just, you know, advise to be a little bit patient. Um, we know what's happening. You're in the middle of what's happening. And often you can get caught up reacting to what's happening. And, you know, that's when arguments and yelling or whatever can start to become very frustrating. Um, you know, this is an opportunity to, to pause for a moment, step back and look at why it's happening. And, you know, when we start to unpeel that, it's usually there's some uncertainty. There's usually some fears that need to be addressed. There's usually conversation that needs to take place around the realistic steps to learning. You know, um, we, we share in our program, for example, there's four stages to learning. There's that unconscious incompetence where you don't know what you don't know, you know, and then there's that conscious incompetence where you, um, realize you don't know what you need to know and then eventually the conscious competence where you know what to do but you still got to think about it for a little bit and then eventually you get to that unconscious competence where just everything's on a reflex mm. for most of these kids we're working at that unconscious incompetence level where they don't know what they don't know and so it's um starting to peel that peel the onion a little bit and start having conversation the what well, what if we did this? What if we tried this? The what ifs, right? And um, I think it's exploring uh, some of those opportunities that are going to be in alignment with that young adult's unique strengths. So maybe even before we go down the path of, of um, you know, introducing them to different solutions, uh, you know, it could be a very quick exercise in just getting them to acknowledge and understand what the unique strengths are that they can leverage today to start to move themselves forward. Yeah, I think one of the things I see too when it comes to finding these strengths is there's um, a disconnect between what parents value as strengths and what teens value as strengths. So parents are looking for, you know, kids that are responsible and respectful and study hard and teens are looking for friendships, people that are socially, you know, socially active who are good at their video games. Like a lot of kids are going, I'm so good at this. No one values how hard I work at this game. They just say it's bad. Or they have these dreams of the parents are like, oh my gosh, that is so impractical. I'm just going to stop this right here so you don't get disappointed. But then these kids lose their motivation because the purpose that they're dreaming of, they've been told well, that's not a good purpose. That's not a valid purpose. So what do we do when there's a disconnect between what we value and what clearly our kids are valuing? Yeah, I think the, the first thing I would say is first and foremost, no two people are the same, right? Like everybody's a unique combination of their unique events, moments, influences that define and develop who you are. And so as a parent or as an adult, I think 
it's vitally important to be aware of that, that your son or daughter um, or your child is going to be uh, a unique individual in themselves. Um, one of the exercises we do in our program around strengths is we encourage a young adult to do a very simple exercise. It's reach out to 10 people that they trust to be honest with them and just simply ask them, how would you describe my unique strength? Kind of that strength above all others that you think uh, sort of comes effortlessly for me. And that does a few things. One, it's an immediate confidence boost for the young adult. The second thing is often they'll see strengths uh, in the, they'll hear strengths coming back that they may not have recognized in themselves. And the third thing is they're essentially developing a list that they can turn around and talk to their parents about and say, look, this is how my world values my strengths. And, um, you know, and then it, as far as moving forward, it's how do we leverage those strengths going forward? Obviously, new strengths are going to develop as we learn and try and experience new things. But I think at every given point, a young adult needs to be aware of what strengths can I leverage right now. Jeff, I love that idea so much. Um, and another reason I love it is because I talk to teens every day and I ask them what, how they would describe themselves or what their strengths are. And they struggle to come up with even one thing. They really do. It's really hard when I ask them what they would want to change or, you know, how people would describe them. There's mostly negative stuff. And so their mindset is so already their belief system about themselves is so negative. And when we try to kind of push them to do the things they need to succeed, they're hearing it as just more feedback on how bad they are or what's wrong. So to go out and ask all these people what their strengths are and have this list from other people, it's got to be so powerful. Um, so I love that idea. Yeah, it's incredibly powerful. Where we sort of came up with that exercise was when I was in the employment industry. I mean, look, it's not just young adults and teens that are struggling with this. There's a lot of adults You're right. you know, who struggle to answer these questions. And I used to, enter in an interviews, ask everybody, you know, what's your unique strength? You know, what's your vision? What do you want your world to look like five years? Because if we were going to work together, I wanted to make sure we could build something powerful or, or unique together. And third question I'd ask everybody is, how do you define success? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, I would say 80% of the adults that I interviewed struggled with answering these questions. For most, it was very cloudy. And um, in fact, when we started running first started developing this build your roadmap program we did it for young adults in the business world but everybody kept saying well, why didn't we learn how to do this in school and so that's right. what kind of backed us up to working with young adults and teenagers but um i mean it's incredibly important to know what your strengths are at any at any point in time i mean that's that's the fuel you have to leverage yeah you know, one of the challenges i see out there and you know is that there's a lot of assessments and programs and, you know, um, tools that try to help you figure out what those strengths are, but they tend to put you in boxes. And the reality is, is you may have different strengths in different situations. You know, as a student, your strength might be, you know, the ability to memorize information, you know, as 
you know, as a, as a baseball player or maybe an athlete or, or part of the band community, you may have another strength, right? And it's, it's figuring out how you can put those strengths forward in those different situations. That's amazing. I think even more now than ever before, we realize that you can pretty much invent your own job using whatever strengths you have, right? Like we're seeing this all the time. And I think that's a hard thing for parents to wrap their head around is that the types of jobs out there are now limitless because we have computers and internet and the ability to reach people um, and create your job. I did, right? We do. So it is, it's being able to drive and follow those strengths. And I, I think I kind of want to just tie back with the whole point of accountability from what I'm hearing, correct me if I'm wrong, it's not necessarily a lack of accountability, but more a lack of sense of purpose. Well, I think it's a little bit of a combination. I think um, first you need to figure out the unique strengths, then define and sort of create your purpose. Now you've created it. Now you got to hold yourself accountable to actually taking action on it, right? So part of that in our program, for example, you know, we identify those bullet points that represent what success looks like. But then for each one of them, we're, we go through a process of identifying, well, what fear do you need to manage in order to turn that, that particular bullet point into reality? You know, who can you enroll to help you or answer questions, or you can, um, you know, provide some sort of guidance? Um, you know, and then it's setting a goal for yourself. How are you going to measure your progress and performance towards that vision bullet point that you defined for yourself? And then defining what's your immediate next step? What can you do in the next 30 to 90 days to start taking some action? Well, that's, that's the process of building a plan. The accountability comes from enrolling others in your journey. You know, it, it's, um, it's identifying those that can sort of keep you on track, but it starts with the young adult saying, hey, here's my unique strengths. Here's how I'm going to leverage them. And this is the future I feel passionate to go build. Um, you know, you find they start getting out of bed a lot sooner and earlier on their own. Yeah, it's the whole point is if you want to motivate them to get out of bed and out of the door and do the homework, they have to have a purpose and a reason to. And a lot of the kids just don't feel like they have that. That's yeah. This has been really helpful, Jeff. I appreciate your insight and what you're doing. How do people find you? Well, our website is projectoty.com. And of course, we're on Instagram and Facebook. And you can connect with me on LinkedIn if there's any questions. And, um, and I think we even have a little Twitter feed. Awesome. I'll have all the links in the show notes so people can find you. Thank you, Jeff. I am so grateful you could join us today. Dr. Cam, it's a pleasure. Thank you for your time and um, appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. And thank you parents for taking time out of your busy day to spend with us. I really appreciate you too. If you want to learn more about how to help your teens thrive, you can grab my top 10 secrets for raising teens at askdrcam.com slash parenting tips. Until next time, have a peaceful, positive, calm day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, 
If you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.